0: maybe interestingly it really isn't picking up any sound from outside
1: this is picking up me from inside it is i'm inside the house (laughs) dave is outside the house though right now (laughs) he's on a balcony he's in the bahamas
0: oh it's so great here it's so great here you can probably hear the seagulls in the background I was just about to do the same thing. Like, I opened my mouth and you made a noise. And... Um, you you a being seagull. the seagull that I'm talking to.
1: I'm not a seagull.
0: I'm talking to... No, I'm talking to the seagull that just I went mean, that past. I that could
1: be my name. Sea.gull. <laughs> it's could not. It's,
0: it's, it could be, though. It's, could be.
1: I mean, it could be my name. <laughs> Chisel Gull. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to PartyCast. Cast. I'm your host, Chisel Gall. T- today on Party Cast, we're going to talk about our top 10 favorite parties. <laughs> Coming in on number 10 is Pizza Party. I know what you're that's thinking. A good, that's a good party. How can it. Excuse me, who are you?
0: Oh. Sorry, oh. I was walking through.
1: Uh, I know what you're thinking. How could there be even nine other parties? things when pizza is pretty much the ultimate one um but you have to like keep listening to find out now a word from our sponsor
0: <laughs> so that's a little a sneak peek of the thing that's going to be going up also this week for our patreon subscribers i'm going to put a couple little bonus random things every once in a while what, what we're going to do is i think if we've got a lot of extra stuff um little bonus funny bits that don't really aren't really part of the episode Uh, i'll just randomly upload those
1: they're the bacon bits of our podcast they're
0: the bacon bits of our podcast um but
1: nitrates
0: (laughs) delicious delicious nitrates everybody loves them um but now let's get into the episode Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Outlets and Scrambled Eggs, a fresh podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode six hundred and three, Dial M for Martin.
1: Is this a reference to those murder books?
0: Yeah, Dial M for Murder. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's absolutely a reference to that.
1: Oh, okay, I got it. Okay, yeah, all right. All right. I, I didn't get it, and then I got it because I like put it together all my. Face mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. j- turned on Jumbler <laughs> and then it jumbled it together in the right combination to make sense for me.
0: Mm-hmm. That well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad yeah, you it's understand. Like the, the it's episode. like
1: the gem Jumbler. You know, you put your gems in there, but they're not precious until they like pop out and they're all shiny and clean. Is that what they do? They put them in a a a tumbler. A, a
0: tumbler, yes.
1: Well, yeah, but it jumbles them.
0: True, it does. It does.
1: It jumbles them up a little bit, and they come out all disoriented. And they're like, ah my sapphire and amethyst," <laughs> they don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess I don't know as much about um, gemology as you do. So oh, I
1: know nothing. Well,
0: apparently, you know something.
1: I I that might be from one of those science kits. <laughs>
0: well that's still more than i know the most the most precious gem i've ever done any sort of
1: thanks
0: (laughs) well that's one version of the joke the most precious gem i've uh, i've ever done any real science with was some rock candy so (laughs) making
1: that's the best not only gem science but also rock science Mm -hmm. and also sugar science it's all food 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 science yeah yeah yeah
0: it's all it's all and,
1: and weirdly foot science.
0: I don't know how you make rock candy, but oh. mine has never involved feet.
1: Oh. Well, I kicked my rock candy thing over once. <laughs> I was practicing That's some pretty my good foot my science. High kicks. That's some good foot
0: science. Yeah. So the episode
1: there's a blimp in the beginning
0: i this is very prominent i thought it seemed like very very blimp
1: very blimp is very always very well i guess sometimes it's just like a light yeah it's just like okay yeah yeah but this blimp i also think like the beginning song had a lot of bass going on like it just like had a lot of get up and go
0: i actually didn't notice this one people listening to this episode might have noticed it but i didn't because it's at the beginning
1: uh, and this is twenty two oh nine. It's been twenty one for a while. Hasn't it was, it? yeah.
0: It's been a couple of uh, short ones. So we're right back to our normal time.
1: And who's that writer?
0: Writer is Rob Greenberg. Uh, we talked about him a couple times last season. But he wrote because he uh, in previous seasons he wrote Moon Dance and Chess Pains, but then he wrote the season five premiere. He wrote The Perfect Guy, which is the one that Clint Weber shows up. Okay. And also, Fraser got to have it.
1: I think we need to go back to those episodes mm-hmm. and listen to what my rating was on those whenever we started the rating because uh-huh. I'm very curious now.
0: Okay. All right. I'm curious what your rating is. Like,
1: on. you know, if there are writers, because I'm a real harsh critic. Uh huh. Just like that show, The Critic. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that. Some of these writers, I'm curious if I, like, if it goes up or down Mm -hmm. or if it's just like, yeah, this is two.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's a shame we haven't been doing a rating since the beginning. And Mm -hmm. I remember we made a decision not to at the beginning, and I don't remember why. We did? We totally talked about it and decided not to do it. And I don't remember why. And now I wish we had been from the beginning. Because I would be curious, now that we're also talking about the writer, to, yeah, be able to go back and be like, what are the averages that we give? Yeah, yeah. And like, how do they how, how do they differ between like you and I? Like, are there certain writers I like better than you? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, you're more fair and just with your ratings, <laughs> and I'm just all over the board with mine.
0: I mean, I think yours are fair. Just sometimes they're based on what's funny. Like last week when you're when you decided to give two out of four chessmates. Oh, right, right. So, <laughs> checkmates, not chessmates, checkmates. Chessmates isn't a thing that people that say. That just
1: made me really hungry for checks, Mix. <laughs> you said check, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I haven't had checks in a while.
0: Mm hmm. That's true. We haven't. All right. So, uh, the episode What what's happening in it?
1: Okay, so I think this is done really well where mm-hmm. Martin and Fraser are having this fight. Mm-hmm. And it almost seems like it kind of like that tropey, like married couple kind of thing. Like, don't walk away from me when I'm yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. But it's just really, really funny. Yeah. And so you find out, um, which makes a lot of sense because still doesn't have a job. Right. So he, they're, you know, everyone's at home. Yeah. So they're just like way more in each other's business mm-hmm. and they're just annoyed. And apparently, Frasier has taped over, you know, Martin's very precious rodeo bloopers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. Which I love that they're still keeping this up, that this has, like, been since, like, season two or three, mm-hmm. where you know, I feel like he's been talking about blooper tapes forever. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's definitely, like, his style is just being into bloopers.
1: He would love YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. And that's the nice thing is that, like, now... You don't really have to worry about someone taping over your tape. You can, I mean, you might, it might get deleted. Like that could happen. Like if yeah. you save something or whatever, like you download it, I guess it could get deleted, but it's one, like that are like the things that we consume our media on has become more and more like the media that we consume, like the the devices we consume media on are more personal. Like mm-hmm. it's my, it's my computer. It's my phone or whatever. I might watch it yeah, with just, somebody. it. Show,
1: it- like teaches you not to share, like a yeah. fundamental thing you learn, like in <laughs> kindergarten, and it's just like, no, this is my computer, no. my macaroni and cheese.
0: What I mean is, if there's a thing that I want to watch and nobody else cares about it, that was it, a
1: really subtle, like, computery joke thing. Because talking said, about my computer, and then I said my Mac, and she's <laughs> oh, okay. Completely with that. Anyways, I had to explain the joke there. <laughs>
0: yeah, I zip right past it. I'm sorry. That's fine.
1: Um, don't don't use your zip in the house. <laughs> sorry.
0: but I just mean like if there's something I'm interested in and no one else is, then I can watch it. On my own, on my own device, it's not like I have to use the one TV that the house has. Like, I Yeah, just watch well, it. it
1: hasn't been the 1950s in a long time. Well, what? like, I think even, like, in the 70s, probably in the 80s, I mean, like... When did people start really getting like maybe in the eighties because you could get those little tiny portable TVs uh-huh. so you could like have one in the garage you're right. just like wash it, wa- washing it you could, mm-hmm. wash, you could wash it, wash it. I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> I, you could like have it on your fishing boat right yeah which everyone just has one of those it's yeah. the eighties I feel like everyone was fishing in the eighties. <laughs>
0: I fished in the 80s. I'm pretty sure that's the only decade I've ever fished I think people,
1: like, now you don't need the portable TV because you just have your smartphone out there. I mean, you might not get a good signal, so you had to download your, like, um, sister act (laughs) on it. That's the Mm -hmm. best movie to watch while you're fishing.
0: It's a good movie. Because the singing
1: attracts the fish. Sure, sure. You learn that from Sesame Street. When you sing to the fish and they just you ask them kindly to jump into your boat Uh-huh. and then they do. Yeah. And absolutely. then they sing along to Sister Act and then you leave. Uh huh. All happy.
0: Yeah. Everybody's happy except the um, fish.
1: Except Martin and Fraser. Yeah. They're having Fra- her who are having this fight mm-hmm. and but Fraser immediately feels bad because he stomps out of the house. Yeah. And but he does turn around and say you know like I am sorry yeah. that I did that and mm-hmm. like you know. Just tensions are running high because I haven't gotten a job yet. Right. And this is when he notices uh, that he got a call from Rebecca Wendell, mm-hmm. the lingerie model.
0: Of course. Because that's the okay. only person that Frazier's interested in. The only people Frazier's interested in are models, specifically lingerie models. Okay,
1: how many... He's not living in California or New York where mm-hmm. I feel like modeling is a very like prevalent yeah. thing. Who goes to Seattle to model? I
0: think we... I think we had this exact conversation last time this and came also, up. And also,
1: it's not just—it's so many lingerie models are on the show. This is like at least the fourth one.
0: Yeah, and yeah, it's such a bizarre that they keep going back to the like we talked like, about okay. Martin going back to the bloopers thing. But like yeah. that's on TV was on TV all the time in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. like going back to the like constantly meeting models like he's at the symphony there are so many different types of women he could have met at the symphony mm-hmm. that would have been exciting for him to meet and not that i'm and i, I want to be clear i'm not trying to say that a lingerie model wouldn't go to the symphony i'm just saying that like no it's, it's not, a
1: trope for the show that's right. a lingerie model and it's not like oh he met this really intelligent woman she was so interesting right. she she does all these great right things She's um,
0: nothing but a name and a lingerie model. Right. That's all she has.
1: And then there we fill in the blanks essentially. Right.
0: The blanks being basically that she, where there would where there would be clothing if she wasn't a lingerie model.
1: Except like, that lingerie models wear clothing. Of course,
0: but that's not what Fraser I'm saying like I mean, in Fraser's head. I Frazier's
1: don't know head. like what I guess that the whole thing to be taken away from this is that he just likes objectifying women's bodies. Yeah. Which one, there, okay, there are a lot of, like, different types of women that are all beautiful. You don't have to be a lingerie model mm-hmm. to, like, look a certain way. But also, like, I, I know we keep, I, we've talked about this so many times, but he really doesn't seem, like, it was, like, before when he was with that person, it was, like, she's a lingerie model and she's a scientist. Right. And that's the only time where it was actually maybe success successful right. thing.
0: Yeah. It was potentially successful. Though, yeah, God, how many different models has he dated or tried to date on this show? Like, it's so many. Mm-hmm. Like, because, okay, there was... The one th- with the kid. There was the one with the kid. There was um, the one you just mentioned. There was Daphne's friend. hmm There's Daphne's other friend who was, like, a swimsuit model. Yep. That's at least four. I have never met four models in my life. Like, let alone, like...
1: I mean, that's not true. You've met at least one model.
0: Which isn't four. I'm saying I haven't met four models. Well, maybe they
1: just weren't up for, Maybe they didn't talk about it. Maybe you've met somebody that modeled right. that wasn't, like, that's their primary profession.
0: Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody who, like, I knew them. I met them. I found out they were a model. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they did. I haven't met four people in my entire life that fall into that category. Fraser's met four in the last couple of years that he had a chance to date. And that's all he seemed interested in. Yeah. Is the fact that they were models. Usually lingerie I mean, models.
1: I think that's interesting. But only interesting in a way that I... One, I really like lingerie. Mm-hmm. Two, a modeling is not this easy job.
0: No, no.
1: It's definitely not easy because if it was, then everyone would be modeling, right? Well, yeah. Isn't that kind of how it works? But also, like, there's... It's really hard for people, like, confidence-wise. Like, it can really, like, mess with your self-esteem and, like... And I think, like, things like that are, like, shifting and changing now. But Mm. it's... I don't know. Like, I it's definitely not this easy thing. Like, also, you think, like, standing in front of a camera and just, like, contorting your body is some, like, easy thing. But it, it's, right. it's totally not. No, like, no. You, you learn how to do that. I guess, like, America's Next Top Model kind of talked about that some. But it's, yeah. like, also a reality show that's, like, somewhat scripted. Of course,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's hard to know entirely what's actually real on that.
0: Yeah. The other thing, I think, also, going back to, like... Frasier, my other issue is that, like, I feel like what it's doing is it's developed. What's happening is, like, in an attempt to make... I think the issue is that, like, she doesn't matter, really, in this episode. Like, she as a person, who oh, she yeah, is, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. It's just supposed... Like, I think lingerie model is supposed to be, like, fill-in-the-blank person I am very interested in. Like, oh, but-, yeah. but when you keep going back to that, mm-hmm. what it ends up doing is developing Frasier... In a very mm-hmm. specific way. Like, so by trying to put blank slate character who's only barely going to show up. Spoiler, she's barely going to show up. Uh, <laughs> you know, and like trying to like f- make her matter in two words. Mm-hmm. They're making a very shallow character out of Fraser,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who like. Well, we already
1: he, know what Frasier is. He,
0: he did say he's a sexaholic. He mm-hmm. did say that. But that's my point. Like, he's... Again, we've talked about this a lot, I know, and we should just move past it. But, like, that's not the personality of a character he's putting forward. I think
1: that's what happens when you have multiple people writing the same character. And this is just like this tropey thing that just keeps happening, happening, happening. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's just like, whatever. I think the thing is, like, you gloss over it. You don't really think about it. Right. It's just a thing to have him notice the thing in the special bowl. Right. And for him, Fraser to be excited about. Right. So it's just like a plot device that's there. Right. Uh, so, yeah, he ends up getting mad because uh, he was in the bath when this was happening. When the fl- and,
0: When she called. Yeah, yeah, and
1: Martin didn't go in there, but he just went in there the other day to talk about like is this peach bad <laughs> right and um and he goes well i did leave it in the special bowl <laughs> right. and then and then they end up in the fight about taping over the thing again right and i love what martin says where he's like if you you know if you want to try taping over something try your mouth <laughs> and I yeah, <laughs> best insult ever It's
0: a good insult also interesting thing so like
1: Oh, I also like when they have they're having this fight mm-hmm. before I'm thinking like she's gonna hear this on the answering machine. Yeah, but yeah, like he calls he stops back perfectly and does that phone voice. Everyone's yeah. got that phone voice. Yeah. yeah. And um it, it's so great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's like calling back what and like gets the answering machine and he's yelling at, at Martin the whole time and then yeah, just like in the middle of yelling at him, phone voice, very pleasant. Like and the other interesting thing I find in this is that like because so because Fraser's yelling at Martin and he's decided he has to, like, stay home and wait by the phone, which that's a whole other thing. Like, now I got to wait by the phone. If you've got a place to be, like, he does have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that he, it's, it's the 90s. He doesn't want to use a whole lot of minutes. But mm-hmm. if, like, he wants to go out, he could call and leave that number on her machine and be mm-hmm. like, if you don't reach me at home, reach me here and we can work something out like mm-hmm. the whole like the whole premise that like now he's stuck at home he's not like he's got the money to pay for a couple of minutes to have I this think conversation if
1: that I wonder if that causes way more anxiety with people think about it like when you go on a date now and that date doesn't com contact you yeah you can your phone around with you constantly yeah that's even bigger insult and you know the other person is too yeah and okay so sometimes you're just like well you don't know what's going on with this other person they're busy right their grandpa could have died yeah there there are millions of reasons why people don't do that but it's it's so strange yeah i mean i think that's why you know you end up checking your like ex's instagram or whatever because it's like always there
0: yeah that's yeah because like I think people still get stood up today on dates, and it's like such a weird thing to me now because because of that fact that like you're, you know, the other person has constant access Mm -hmm. to a way to communicate with you. If they're not communicating with you, they and they're late or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like at a certain point, they've either stood you up or they're dead.
1: I you know (laughs) like I I think the thing once I was late going somewhere and someone called me. I was supposed to be there at eight, and they <laughs> called me at eight oh one. Like, are you on? Are you on your way here? I'm uh-huh. like, y- yeah. Yeah. I'm. It's eight oh one. Like, right. and I'm not somebody that's normally late. Like, right. I. Mean, I mean, but it, it was just like, yes, I'm. I'm getting there. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, I. I don't think there's a huge difference between eight o'clock and eight oh one. Right. There's a difference between like eight o'clock and like 8.15 or right, something. Right. And <laughs> and and it was just funny to like get this call where you know and it's funny because my phone was muted so uh-huh. i didn't even answer <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm a jerk who's a jerk now <clears throat> Vo the phone lines are open <laughs>
0: the Phone lines are open
1: v- voting voting is now started <laughs>
0: um also the other thing in this scene is that fraser was walking out the door like he was ready to oh, be yeah, yeah. gone and came back Found out all this stuff. Gets mad at Martin. Starts yelling at Martin. Martin grabs his coat and leaves. Mm -hmm. And Frazier's yelling at him for, like, running out the door. Like, running away from the problem. It's like, Frasier, you did it first. Like, you were out the door. I know, but this is just how
1: fighting works.
0: I know, but, like, just... I mean,
1: this is, like, not constructive fighting.
0: It's not. Um, It's not. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot to be said about Martin leaving. Like, this
1: is, like, where you should just go in the room and just, like forget about the problem because it's just like you're getting on each other's nerves. It's not like you're really actually mad at the other person. Yeah. It's just like you're irritated. Right, right. Um just sort so of leaving honestly is the best thing in sure. a way
0: it's just my main issue is with fraser yelling at him for running well, away when he's a when rage he, monster when he was literally he has just a very
1: important phone call now from a lingerie model those are so rare
0: <laughs> it's, it's
1: there's not only really four.
0: apparently not there's only
1: four and six years in seattle <laughs>
0: Actually, at this point, I think it's only been like two and a half years. It's been like since he no.
1: He talks about moving there in five five years. No,
0: I mean since he met the first lingerie model. Like so, in the last like two and a half years, maybe maybe less. Second
1: season that he met the one with the kid.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, and they're rarity here (laughs) in Seattle. Uh huh. It's because there can only ever be one, because you have to have Seattle's best lingerie model.
0: <laughs> Look, someone has to be Seattle's second best lingerie model.
1: No, they don't. There's no second bus.
0: No, you just can't model lingerie anymore. You
1: can't be do anything unless you can't you're number even, one. You
0: can't have lingerie.
1: That's Wow.
0: Like, it's like, no. That
1: doesn't even make any sense. Like, how do no. the plate... No.
0: You just can't. It's all mail order. If you're in Seattle and you're not Seattle's best lingerie model, you can't own lingerie. It's, you, it's a order. But you
1: have mail order?
0: To everywhere outside of Seattle. Like anywhere else. Oh. Anywhere else can own it, but.
1: I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm having trouble with this theory. Let's go to Cafe That's, de Mosa. Okay, where we'll discuss it even further. So let's hear more about that. <laughs> So I love that Martin's there because Martin is never at and Nervosa just sitting there and hanging out.
0: Yeah, it, like on his own. Yeah, yeah we but-
1: rarely see it. Like he'll walk in with Daphne. But, right. Like this is so cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and which then-
0: also is kind of important. The fact that he's like there on his own, mm-hmm. just like hanging out, kind of important. I guess
1: he was sitting there once with Sherry, right?
0: Yeah, but again, not on his own.
1: True, true. So this one rock, rock, rocks.
0: Yeah, the Rock is here.
1: Yeah, the Rock. Walks but just in. like
0: in the background, just yeah, hanging out. We're in a captain's hat, and then Roz walks in.
1: Yes, uh-huh. doesn't
0: even notice the Rock.
1: <laughs>
0: out of character, I'm gonna say. Like that's out of character for Roz. She didn't notice the Rock being there. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know the he, Rock is a running thing in fraser No,
0: he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man, and I think Roz would have noticed. Like that is a handsome boy. I'm gonna go talk to that handsome boy. So okay. okay.
1: <laughs> Dave's writing his own fan fiction right now. You can read that.
0: <laughs> yeah, in At act two of the story of...
1: Patreon.com Ro- slash... No,
0: it's, <laughs> that's not there. That is not there. Yet. <laughs> Yet. But yeah, in, in act two of the story of Roz and Daphne dating, The Rock's going to show up and and throw a whole wrench in the system. Uh, anyway, so Roz is... He is he going to
1: murder somebody?
0: He's not going to throw a wrench at somebody. Is he a Mario? He wouldn't murder someone. He'd just drop a people's elbow on him. So, anyway. <laughs> Roz is there. Orders a drink. Goes to talk to Martin. He tells him what's going on. That's all. that Yeah, but then jump.
1: Niles walks in and, mm-hmm. and, okay, steals the chair from the... Table yeah, next door she does. doesn't even ask. I nope. feel like he doesn't ask. He's just like mine. <laughs> yeah, he does. It. He does. That lady she, gives him a glare.
0: She does. She does. But before he shows up, you got to talk about their com- Martin and Roz's conversation. No, you don't need to talk about it. This kicks off the entire thing. Okay, please. Because Martin tells Roz what happened, and okay. that's when she. Suggest that because Fraser's at home a lot, because he's out of work, mm-hmm. maybe Martin should go stay with Niles.
1: Oh, right! Yeah. I didn't even write that down. I forgot.
0: <laughs> so, maybe try that. And that's when Niles shows up.
1: No, I did talk about... I do talk about that, but not until later. But my favorite thing is, like, when Niles walks in and, like, Roz pretends, like, Martin they eloped
0: yeah yeah and i really like, think I that's him? so
1: cute oh, they both smile yeah. i paused right at three minutes uh-huh. uh, and it was just the sweetest
0: <laughs> it was cute it was it's cute so smile. cute and
1: then like niles makes like the meanest joke it is a
0: mean joke i don't even want to say what this mean joke well it's I a mean joke yeah
1: i don't like it because i just don't feel like it's warranted mm-hmm. to have this thing said to roz where yeah. he calls her something that rhymes with mitch <laughs> Uh-huh. And and I just don't think she was being a Mitch, and I don't think it was fair.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. This is uh I mean, I guess the joke here is just like that's just a saying people yeah, say. Yeah. And like it like it's just got a funny connotation with her being his mom. But yeah. like Yeah, I'm not I'm not really happy uh, with it either. I just like,
1: I just didn't think it was warranted. There were probably plenty of times where it, it would have been funny because she's being extra sassy. Not that I'm saying, like, you, I think people just, like, overuse that for, like, certain women. Yeah. But I'm just, like, here she's just, like, making a really innocent joke that right. I think is really funny. And it's not like in earlier seasons really, really were, like, mean to each other. Right. And I feel like, eh, no.
0: Yeah, it doesn't fit anymore.
1: I um, Yeah, I just didn't like that part. I like that Martin starts bringing up, like, hey, Ross had this great idea. I should mm-hmm. move in with you. And he's like, I... Would love that as much <laughs> yeah. as I did, you know, five years ago <laughs> uh-huh. when it was suggested, or six years ago. I think it's still five because he it's was five, talking yeah, yeah. at the beginning of the season about yeah. it being like five years or so.
0: Mm-hmm. It would be six years at the end of this season. This season, season yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, and, and I thought that was kind of like a subtle kind of nod, like, yeah. oh yeah, it was only Marist that didn't
0: want it. <laughs> right, right, But then
1: he immediately is like, oh, the Montana doesn't allow dogs. Yes. Yeah
0: gotta have eddie you can't he can't move without eddie obviously
1: but this is when things get gross and creepy i sure do because he realizes daphne will be moving in mm-hmm. will be moving with martin yep so of course he wants daphne to move in mm-hmm. because why wouldn't he
0: yeah i mean it's a little creepy but i do like how it happened like oh like yeah the, yeah like I, li-
1: I like this I as like, well i
0: like the way it like they interact in this moment and because oh, yeah like, yeah because when he says it then he's like he like figures out ways that he could get around the like like the mm-hmm. rule about the dogs and then he's like daphne can move in immediately you and daphne can move in immediately like mm-hmm. i did think that was pretty funny like it it's it's kind of creepy but it's funny the way it's like, i mean portrayed.
1: it's got a sexaholic and a creepaholic <laughs>
0: uh-huh uh-huh uh- he's addicted to creeping.
1: So, this is so now we're in the next scene at Fraser's place mm-hmm. again, and it's like they've just come there from Café Novosa, right? And Fraser's excited, the model called, mm-hmm. they talked for an hour, they did, yeah. And like, he's got a date,
0: he sure does. Okay, we talked about this a lot, so I'm gonna go, try and go real quick on this, but one thing that bothered me in this scene, yep is that he says he's going to have dinner on Saturday night with the underwear model. It's like, you mean with Rebecca, Rebecca? the person? Because she's, she's a person? Like, because she, she might be like... I
1: think the only time where it's appropriate to say, like, you don't remember someone, but you remember them, you don't remember their name, but you like talk, you're like, you know, the the person wearing the cat sweater. Right. Or, you know, the doctor that I just met.
0: Right. Or, like, it's somebody you both know, but you can't... Re- like, you've met before, you don't really remember who they were, but it's like, you, you know, know, that, that but person... but you haven't...
1: Like, you're friendly with them, but you don't... You've met them at a party maybe once or twice. Right. It's not someone you... It's like someone you would be nice to, but someone you don't actually really know well.
0: Right. In this scenario, it's Fraser and Martin talking to each other about a conversation they just finished 20 minutes ago about uh-huh. this person. They know... Like, if Fraser says, like, or not 20 minutes ago, clearly, it's been an hour, but, like, in this conversation, if, you know, Frasier says, I've got a date with Rebecca, yeah, Martin's going to know who that is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say the underwear model. Cause well, that... he's
1: bragging to Niles, right? Yeah,
0: I guess, but, like, he isn't talking to Niles, and Niles doesn't really seem when to I have any reaction. When
1: underwear, I'm thinking, like, Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> I'm thinking, uh-huh. like, you know, the white... Kind of underpants, yeah, yeah. just
0: like basic tidy whitey type. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which is fine, mm-hmm. and that is underwear. I but somebody's got to model it. I it, and I don't think there's like anything wrong with that underwear. I don't know why I thought that in that scene. I don't always think that when I hear like the word under underwear, I feel like people don't say underwear. It's like they either say like um like undies now. Yeah. it's like it's like hoodies and undies. Yeah,
0: actually that's true. You got to make it underwear, cute. If you say underwear, I hear plain tidy, whities like yeah. if you say undies i think actually this is an interesting point i think women's underwear when i hear undies i wonder
1: because i say undies
0: maybe that could be it what I, do you I,
1: call your underwear boxers
0: i mean i just call them underwear
1: but that's not that's not indicative of dave's underwear choice
0: right i was like i don't well
1: it's like i think a lot of men like underwear. if you no, were <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding
0: <laughs> okay. anyway moving on uh
1: <laughs> all right we're not getting to that underwear story
0: so you had a story i didn't
1: yeah i was just gonna go on and say like it makes sense like undies might be like women's underwear because a lot of I don't like the word panties. Mm-hmm. It's like Victoria's Secret, it seems to be the only place. But I mean, it's like, that's really like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that word, but maybe it's like, it seems weird to me. So I prefer yeah. the word like undies. And then, but it's like men's underwear is like boxers mm-hmm. usually. Or boxers or briefs.
0: Or boxer briefs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like you don't say
1: boxer briefs, you'll just say boxers regardless. Yeah. Um, Unless you're being super specific, like you're at the store and you're like, yeah, give me these. Actually,
0: no, I never say boxers to refer to a generic, like, underwear in general. I would never say boxers. Boxers are specifically boxers. Ones
1: that are like the loose ones with the heart. Yeah. (laughs) Hearts all over it. Exactly. like like, dog bones. I don't know why dog bones. Skeletons? uh,
0: Yeah. Sure. Any of that. No, for me... Boxers refers to a very specific type of underwear, and I only ever would use it that way. Yeah. So.
1: Not lace boxers that I just saw the other day.
0: I mean, I'd still call those boxers because that's what they're called. But, like, yeah. I'm I'm referring to a Yeah, thing. but they were more
1: like boxer briefs because they're lace. And they're tight.
0: Well, if they're tight, then, yeah, they're more boxer briefs. Right. And that's what I would call them.
1: Anyways, that's what... <laughs> Frazier's gonna wear in the States. These
0: lace boxer briefs.
1: Yeah, I'm, we know. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh. I feel,
1: we know what kind of boxers that Fraser wears. And I also feel like it's the TV boxers, unless you're Hank from Californication, where <laughs> he's like constantly in boxer briefs. That's true.
0: That's true.
1: Because they're, it's like a sexier underwear. I'm like, well, of course you gotta have them in the sexier underwear, right?
0: <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Or a G string for everyone. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. Either. So here we are in Fraser's apartment. The model called. Blah blah blah. Boxer, boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Niles is jealous because he didn't hear about the boxer brief sale, so thus does not have them. Mm-hmm. But he's also jealous. He says he's jealous because he want he wants to get that closeness feel. Not right. with the boxer briefs. This yeah, is no longer. No. But what? But with Martin.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm noticing something interesting about your notes, which is that it seems to skip every mention of Martin actually moving out because we haven't talked about Martin telling Fraser just, he's moving out,
1: well, no, which happens before no, that. Okay, yeah, but no, I'm talking about the, like, part that I think is, like, the catalyst for, because it's not like Fraser said yes yet, exactly, right, right, right. but it's like, he's like, no, let me have this because I'm jealous of your closeness with dad and yeah. I want that too. Yeah. And also tell me about that cool Lacy Brief sale. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's just, I think that was more important than like Martin being like, yeah, I'm going to move out.
0: No, I was just meant, Martin, Fraser finds out that's Martin's plan. Yes. Blah.
1: And this is when like Daphne comes home and she has like groceries. hmm and so they kind of inform her like, hey, I'm going to go spend a couple months, which is totally like five years of closeness that Niles is <laughs> going to get with Martin. Yeah, it'd
0: be pretty much and the same. And then
1: Daphne is going to be moving along, too. And then she's like, I think r- brings them some really valid things here, yeah. which is N- Niles has a ton of stairs like in his place. Right. Niles's is his place. Uh-huh. It's very hard to say.
0: Yeah, it's underlined in red in my document that says Niles is is misspelled. Yeah. It's okay with Niles, but Niles is nope, yeah. n- incorrect.
1: So it's so Daphne is just like, Well, if you can get around like that. Mm-hmm you don't really need me anymore and maybe it's time that i moved on you don't need this full-time care right you know i'll move with you Mm -hmm. temporarily and and, but i'm gonna start looking for a new job right and of course niles is like no
0: (laughs) yeah because the entire reason he wants martin to move in Mm -hmm. is so that daphne will move in but no he's she's going only
1: in a sitcom yeah Yeah. only in a sitcom Mm -hmm. where no one ever talks to each other
0: yep Yep.
1: but it's really sad this, like, it is sad legitimately makes me really sad because like daphne's part of the family yeah
0: yeah and
1: you can't have her leave i know well, ever. I mean,
0: <laughs> she does like say basically that she's gonna start crying if like they talk about it too much But, but you can't like,
1: make people feel bad for doing something that they should be doing
0: yeah i did like the thing that she says about how like I'm not like a psychiatrist who works for someone for years and years and it doesn't matter if they ever get better.
1: That actually bothered me. Really? Well, I mean, I think the line itself is funny, but I think your psychiatrist wants you to, like, I, mean, I feel they like. They want
0: you to get better. They well, want you yeah, to be but improved. getting better
1: is kind of, like, subjective in that because, right. like, some people go for very specific things. So, mm-hmm. like, say you have PTSD. right your therapist might be working with you to get those, like, feelings and emotions out. But then, you know, say you go for a couple of years and you've learned these techniques to sort of, like, be okay. Right. You might be able to say, like, okay, I don't need to go here anymore to speak with you. Right. But it's not like PTSD is something that necessarily goes away. You just learn right. a different coping mechanism.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I, and I think, like, I don't know, like, I think therapy is really valuable. So I know, like, this whole show is, like... Right. I get that it's a joke But I just think like therapy Is very very important mm-hmm. And I think like the idea of like a therapist If you if you think your therapist Doesn't want you to get better You need to switch therapists
0: Right that's fair I Okay I guess the the reason I thought it was funny The thing I was thinking about is, is less um, The person that's Dealing with like One kind of specific thing And trying to like figure out how to deal with that And more that like There are people that just want to talk to somebody and they just go every week. And it's not like it's trying to, the psychiatrist is trying to like cure you of something or like get you past a specific trauma. It's just sort of like, this is a thing person. And it helps, like it helps, but you don't like get better in the sense that like you don't need them anymore. That isn't the goal. I mean, with I think everybody. it depends.
1: I think it depends. Well, I mean, it is good to like go to somebody that isn't your friend, or isn't a parent, mm-hmm. or isn't a spouse, and go and talk about your problems with somebody because that's their whole job, right? And like, I think everyone can kind of benefit yeah you don't necessarily have to be dealing with like grief or depression or anxiety though i feel like everyone has anxiety now Uh uh so i feel like but there's a real value in that but i don't know that's still saying like oh like the therapist doesn't care if you're any better they're gonna care about like your happiness yeah sure. well, which whatever way you want to define that so like if you go in there and you're like oh yeah i've had i've had all these good things these good moments that happen mm-hmm. like that might be a turning point maybe that that is getting better for that person because they went in there and they were having these like difficulties where they need you know they're angry at their boss and then they talk they're talking out loud in therapy and they realize Oh, I want to be an author, mm-hmm. and and they start changing their life around. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a real value in that.
0: Right? No, absolutely, and there is a value in that. I just
1: I know. Sorry, I just I just take this personally because I think it's really important.
0: I just mean, with the physical therapy, the idea is often that like at a certain point, yeah, you're, think, a, you're you can go on your own and you're okay. Yeah. Like you've you've managed to work through whatever trauma happened. Like. Physical trauma happened to you. Your body's mostly working correctly I mean, again, as close to that it as possible. But like,
1: we'll need help their entire life. Sure. Though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and and,
1: and I don't think there should be shame in that. I no, think the problem no, no, is no. like what Daphne says makes it seem like it's shameful that you're going to therapy.
0: Oh, I didn't get that. That's not how I took it. So I, I guess that's know. why we had the different thoughts. I don't know. So, you know what? It's a it's a throw away a joke in the middle of a sitcom we don't so need to throw away th- into
1: the next section exactly so here we are in nile's place eddie's just running around on the table you don't know, like that thing eddie always does just running I in a circle we've seen him up on
0: the table doing so stuff like that on,
1: running in a circle it's uh-huh. cute it is cute um daphne's on the phone in the kitchen mm-hmm. still hasn't you know no jobs yet Nope. frazier's just dropping in with mm-hmm. no notice
0: but also we see a real example of just how much oh martin's like, where Martin... racing
1: around yeah. the apartment like yeah. no big deal like
0: chasing eddie around and like telling him that like like he's not if he doesn't drop that sneaker they don't get to go on their speed walk which mm-hmm. means like he can go on a speed walk right and know? like
1: this is when niles is basically saying he can barely move
0: yeah yeah
1: like he's come he 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 can't do this kind of stuff and here he is like they do this all the time. It's just like let's say this one thing and then right. show conflict that, right? Or I guess I don't know. Conflict is the word I'm looking for there.
0: Uh, uh
1: juxtapose.
0: Yeah. Con contrast.
1: Um, Maybe contrast.
0: Yeah, something. Often there is There's a definitely conflict. a word. There's definitely a word. Uh, contradict. Yes. That's the that's one. That's
1: it. It's it's a you know. One of those words that's complicated with lots of syllables. Uh Uh, But yeah, Fraser's dropping by without any notice. He does apologize Mm -hmm. because he knows how annoying that can be. And I love that Niles is just like, that's no big deal. I used to do that all the time. And he's like, yes, that's how I know it was annoying. (laughs) And it's like we talked about that before. Like he's just always dropping by and how annoying that would be. And he, but you know what, what is not annoying, bringing over the squeaky corn toy for <laughs> Eddie. And I love like how annoyed Niles looks like he's mm-hmm. pruning that like tree. Yeah. And he like, it's just getting on his nerves. Mm-hmm.
0: He's like twitching practically. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the chair. Yep. Oh, the chair. But
1: you knew that was of coming Of course along. it's coming.
0: Yeah. And, 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 and Niles tries so hard to like get it to go like up into his bedroom and He's like, no, leave it down there so I don't get pizza cheese on your fancy chairs. Like, oh, he, oh man, Niles is just, uh, like, this is never gonna, this would never have worked. Mm-mm. This could never have worked.
1: Though his place is gigantic.
0: It is pretty big. It is very big. But like, he's just. It's only
1: been eight hours and he already wants Martin to leave.
0: Yeah, he can't handle it.
1: You know, and I love that Martin has a swordfish he wants to, like, hang up. Uh But he's like, no, the walls have just been frescoed. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What does that mean?
0: It's a type of painting that like
1: yeah i know what a fresco is but but, did he have like some mural put up or is it some kind of plaster daily it's a plaster thing so but is it just like a plaster thing
0: well i think maybe it's just that like because it was just done like you would damage it by putting something up on Mm -hmm. it like because i think it takes time to like do it properly so it like sets into the plaster Mm so i guess it's that, that he's trying to, like, not damage I feel damage like it?
1: houses in Texas have this weird wall feeling. Like, I want to say, like, it's like a fresco thing. It's like 3D. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, it's awful. And <laughs> just, like, if you run into it, it's like you've fallen down <laughs> on the concrete and just rolled around multiple times. And it's really uh, scratchy and terrible.
0: I think that's something different. I it's think. like
1: these little swirly things. That might have only been in my house. <laughs> But also like popcorn ceilings, but they're not popcorn walls. <laughs> right. I don't know what it is. It's I don't like either. It's like this stuff. It's like this plaster, you know, fancy walls that's scratchy. Yes. And painful. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was body checked a lot into my in, at my house. Yeah. <laughs>
0: where are you now uh
1: no but the house is really dark and like sometimes i would just like you know you would just like run into them oh, yeah. as, you, as you do like yeah. people just run in the walls sometimes yep. and then you know you're just like it's you know you got to break out the luminol because you you don't know what's going on in that house there's all <laughs> those blood splatters all
0: uh, those
1: injuries that you just get from like being too sleepy and like running in the walls
0: uh it's so obvious to me that you've been watching a bunch of forensics files because you're, you're talking about doing Luminol and check out Blood Spatter. Like, Sorry,
1: anyway. sorry, too many true crime for me. Uh-huh. But then wall's her. Uh-huh. So that's what I thought of. Mm-hmm. So this is when uh, Fraser's in the kitchen with Daphne and we yep. hear the Martin Niles fall.
0: Yeah. Well, you also find out Daphne's got an interview. Yes. For that, with an elderly woman with brittle bone disease. Um, so that's a thing Which like, i
1: wouldn't know i i bet i wouldn't have known what that was
0: like when this came out
1: yeah i know this from amelie
0: yeah yeah this has been this has been in a number of things since this but i don't know that i saw it in anything before it mm-hmm. because like it's in amelie it was in an episode of er it was in. it's in unbreakable uh the movie the M. Night Shyamalan movie yeah, those are the things that I know it from. So, yeah, before this, I don't know that I would have known what this was. Also, mm-hmm. um,
1: I mean, you can kind of, like, you guess, guess. Yeah. why what it's called. Right. Like, this person's very fragile and needs someone to take care of them. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, basically, because they're talking about how there's just no reason for Daphne to stay. Like, Martin's just too strong and healthy. Like, she, he doesn't need But now need he it.
1: just fell down the stairs because yep. apparently Niles kicked the cane out from under him. Yeah. By accident.
0: Uh-huh. Entirely by accident.
1: <laughs> and then this is when we sort of, like, hear Frasier talk about maybe it wasn't an accident. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a subconscious thing he did to keep Daphne around.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, he's about to sit down in his chair. And that's when, like, Daphne catches the pruning shears uh-huh. in his chair. And, yeah. like, Niles is just like, oh, yeah, those end up in the strangest places. Uh-huh. And he's, he's acting really weird. He
0: is acting very weird. Especially because, like, of anywhere he could have dropped them, he dropped them in Martin's chair. Mm-hmm. Nobody else sits in Martin's chair. He's at Frasier that one time when he was overeating. Like, that happened. Oh, yeah. Like, you, can, you knew he was depressed because he was sitting in Martin's chair. Yep. So...
1: So here we are, and Macaulay Cul- Culkin's in the scene because <laughs> it's Home Alone. It sure is. <laughs> so Frazier just walks in. And he's just admiring his apartment, mm-hmm. and then he listens to the voicemail that he got from Rebecca. Yeah, um, saying his voice is so sexy mm-hmm. on his answering machine. Yeah, and then he goes to pour himself a sherry mm-hmm. and sit down in his chair, his nice chair, his that, nice chair. that isn't Martin's chair. Mm-hmm. Brings the answer machine closer and sips the sherry while listening to the message again. Uh-huh. And that is this whole scene. That's the whole thing. Yep. Uh, so, what did you think about that?
0: Um,
1: I think it's just to show that sort of what it's like for him to like be at home and be a bachelor, I guess.
0: Yeah. I think it's just, he's just sort of enjoying. I mean, again, has he really ever had this in the entire time he's been on either show? Like, on- Well,
1: yeah, because he wasn't dating Lilith that entire time.
0: I guess that's true. So this, the entire time on this show and a lot of the time on Cheers, but like, yeah, I guess you're right. He did, he, he, like.
1: I'm guessing he had some kind of bachelor pad at some point. Probably,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's true. But still, like, it's been a long time since he's had any, like, significant amount of time living on his own. hmm So. Yeah.
1: So here we are. Dialing for Martin. <laughs> uh-huh. So and we're back at Niles' place. Niles' place. And he's talking, uh, Martin's talking to Niles about how his floor is really slippery. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, poor Eddie, Eddie slipped and, like, chipped a tooth. I know. It's awful. I'm like, you need to go to the vet. Like, yeah. do you need to get a crown?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe. If it's, like, a small... You probably want to get it checked out. You might not need... Do dogs get crowns? I don't
1: know. I, think I don't know anything get, about dog dental surgery. I don't
0: know. I know...
1: People need... Usually, if you chip a tooth, you get, a like, a crown on it.
0: I've got a chipped tooth that doesn't have a crown did, on it.
1: Did you tell your dentist, like, I have a chipped tooth?
0: I did not go to the dentist after chipping the tooth. But Yeah, well. But it's. I mean, I mean technically, I have it. a
1: chipped tooth that doesn't have a crown on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, my dentist knows about it now. I
1: don't think. Uh, <laughs> I think I only had two crowns. Uh-huh. Which is more than some royalty has. <laughs> I don't know what that reference I,
0: is. I don't know either.
1: I don't, that wasn't a dig at any royalty. Yeah. I was just trying to make a joke like, you know, I just have two crowns mm-hmm. and it sounds like I have, wear crowns around the apartment. I'm not doing that right now. What are you talking about? You have no proof. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, poor Eddie. Yeah. And then Niles is all, hey, look, I put the safety bar up for you Mm -hmm. and the safety decals. And then Uh Martin goes to go touch the bar and it just breaks. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I guess I'm no handyman. And like he did that himself. And like Martin's face is just like, "Uh oh,
0: yeah, yeah. He was terrified at this point.
1: And then we also find out like Daphne got a job. Mm hmm.
0: But also, if Martin takes a shower in Niles' bathroom... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like... Niles tells him, like, you can use my bathroom. Just Uh be sure to tell me because if you're using it and I use the dishwasher, you'll get horribly scalded. And Martin's just like, you know, I took a long shower. I can just wait. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get in that shower either at this point. I know.
1: This sounds like something that's in Bates Motel or something.
0: Uh, Yeah. Especially, so, like, my main reason for not wanting to go in there is, like, regardless of what you believe Mm -hmm. Niles is doing, something is, like, at least making him, like, absent-minded enough that these things Mm -hmm. keep happening. If you're relying on the guy that accidentally kicked your cane and, like, did something wrong in the installation of the safety bar... That, like, could have gotten you killed to, like, not forget that you're in the shower when he runs the dishwasher. I mean,
1: why would Niles even be putting that in himself anyways? Like, he would just hire somebody else to do it.
0: He doesn't have somebody. Oh, hire... You mean putting in the bar? Yeah. Because his contractor was out of town. He said that. Oh. Yeah, but,
1: like, there's no maintenance person at the Montana?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea. Mm. But... Like, but that's why, like, because Martin's there, he needs it, like, now, so mm-hmm. he can take a shower well, today. I mean,
1: couldn't he take a bath?
0: I mean, you still want to have a bar to, like, lower yourself. Like, if you have well, trouble Daphne
1: with... can help, her help him.
0: I guess. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the
1: point of Daphne.
0: <laughs> that's true. That like, is true. Like,
1: if you have trouble getting in and out of a bath, and mm-hmm. you have a full-time person helping you with that they would probably help you in and out of that
0: that is true and but that's why i was saying like that's another reason not to trust niles like to remember to not use the dishwasher is because like he didn't wait like he's making bad decisions and bad Mm. mistakes Mm. regardless of whether there's any motive behind it Mm. so speaking of wondering if there's motive then they're going down the stairs Mm -hmm. and i was like wants to help him down the stairs and he's just like you keep moving you just, yeah but like, then
1: he yeah he finds out about Daphne's new job and like mm-hmm. he starts like freaking oh, out yeah. like we gotta get her to stay yeah. what can I do leave. Yeah, yeah, and then he's just like hey dad come out in the balcony and look at this beautiful sunset with me <laughs> and I like that mm-hmm. Martin's just like Eddie we gotta get out of yeah.
0: here he like yells for him and they bolt, yeah. they bolt. I gotta say watching this I was like I feel like David Hyde Pierce sent this as his audition tape for the perfect host the way he's creepy in this is like yeah i feel like that that's just him sh- like doing the same he's doing this niles in that movie i feel like is it's a cool. really 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 good movie it is a good movie i i do recommend it so anyway we're back at fray's apartment it's
1: got that bad jazz going on <laughs>
0: yeah that's a bad jazz um well, because- I feel
1: like there's jazz that, I don't know, this just sounds like the Kenning G, like,
0: uh-huh. jazz. Uh-huh.
1: And yeah. I, and I feel like, I don't know, like, maybe because like, smooth jazz, it's like, there's lots of good jazz. But <laughs> I don't know what smooth jazz is good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some. There's
1: some, but it just seems like it's that, like, generic, like, you're in a place that has that weird wiggly wallpaper. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs>
0: I it's don't. like a, pa-
1: a pattern of a wallpaper and it's like wavy
0: uh-huh. and it just
1: seems really dated and maybe uh-huh. some of it's peeling down the walls <laughs> a little bit uh-huh. and you're looking around and, you're, and the like seat cushions are all like broken. Like kind of
0: cracked. And like, yeah, yeah, and
1: you're like, um... <laughs> And uh-huh. then yeah and and it's like you've never met these people before and you're like sitting down and everyone's doing that fake smile thing that like hurts your face when you come home cuz you're like been doing it like for like 3 hours <laughs> and you're like this is lovely. Uh-huh. And there's too many herbs all on the on the food they give you. It's just like so many fresh herbs. It's like so many. Uh-huh. And it's just like yeah, here's Duck and here's 40 pounds of rosemary <laughs> i picked it myself and you're like okay mm-hmm. and then they're like here's my apple brown betty and then
0: you're just mentioning that just got, like
1: no and it's got fresh mint on the top
0: i see i see i just think it's funny because it's the second week in a row we've talked about brown bettys well, but last week we didn't know what they were and now we do
1: uh ruining my fantasy Uh
0: uh-huh no i'm
1: i mean my terror house Uh benji benji and um mindy terror house that's their last name that's their last name terror house Yeah, and they have that smooth jazz, and you think it's fine, but then you, like, go to use the bathroom, and they're like, yeah, it's the second door on the left. And you go in there, and it's just all blood.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's a little uh, on the nose, that their name is Terror House, and, like, they have a a terror house. It's a
1: common name. Yeah, but but when you open the door, you see that, but then you close it, and then you open again, and it's gone.
0: That's, I don't know if that's more or less of a terror house. Like,
1: yeah, but it's. I think it's just, like, in your imagination. I think you're just seeing things. What are you talking about? <laughs> There's not a cemetery in the backyard.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Anyways, let's go into this episode now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It never yeah. happened.
0: You're right. Let's start the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to...
1: No! <laughs> welcome to Bad Jazz. And uh-huh. then he he's sent, he's doing his date thing. Yeah.
0: The low lights, the fire mm-hmm. the, the, drinks, the, the drinks, the wine. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then Martin's at the door. He like puts some music on, but then it's Martin at the door. And I like okay, it's my favorite line that Martin's ever said.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Where he's like, Gotta be helped. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, No, you're imagining things and He's just like, no one, your family would never want to hurt you. And then he like closes him in the door. Uh Uh-huh. But then he lets him back in, right? This is when he's just like, well, at least let me get my pillow for like, um, Eddie. Uh Uh-huh. And, but then he says a thing, he's like, but things really are getting spooky with Niles. Or like at Niles's. Yeah. Um, I think I said this totally out of order, but something like that happens. Uh Uh-huh. And then while he's getting Eddie's pillow... Yes. Which, like, if this was that important, why <laughs> didn't he bring it with him in the first place? I don't know. So, a bad job of moving, yes?
0: Um, so, wait, what did you say was, like, your favorite line?
1: That, that things are getting spooky at Niles's. Oh. Oh, okay.
0: I thought, because the line I liked is the one that Fraser says in response to it, where it's just, like, you know, it's unsettling the way he changes into that Chinese dressing gown after dinner, but you get used to it. Like, have we seen this thing before? like whatever no
1: but are you surprised that he changes them into some kind of like f- f- fantastic robe after dinner <laughs> it i'm doesn't. not no
0: it, you're right of course he is
1: a dressing gown uh-huh. i just like getting spooky <laughs> i just you know you know me i like getting spooky you do
0: like getting spooky it's,
1: you know like when i go visit my friends the terror houses
0: <laughs> uh-huh. uh
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah i did say it out of order because i wrote it down like you know for your, like your own flesh and blood wouldn't try to hurt you and then he like hurts martin yep and then um yeah he gets the pillow and this is when daphne shows up and mm-hmm. she wants to get the exercise yes. doorbell
0: jazz daphne oh yeah no more jazz yep. like because it was like doorbell jazz martin jazz is off doorbell daphne no jazz like a doorbell jazz daphne no jazz yeah like that's actually how I have it written down here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, fresh
1: prints. <laughs> okay, that's
0: that's no jazz because Uncle Phil throws him out the front door. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> Daphne's there. She wants to get her exercise mat, and then she just starts crying, and mm-hmm. she's so sad, and yep. like. But I, I like that he's trying his best to like console her, but also like pushes her yeah. like to a room. Yeah,
0: because the doorbell rings, and he's like. Yeah, I did like these, like, the trick is not to rush to the transition. And then he, like, pushes her. Yeah. And they, yeah.
1: And then Niles at door, mm-hmm. where, which means jazz. Jazz.
0: Then no jazz again. Yep. yep.
1: As you realize that Niles is there. And, like, he's acting so strange. Yeah. Yeah. And then Martin's just, like, so fearful. He's just like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at your unconscious, you know, that's yeah. trying to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, what are you trying? What are you talking about? Yep. I've been looking for you everywhere.
0: Uh-huh. He sure has,
1: but I love that he's basically like everyone has to leave now, and like Martin's like, I don't want to go in the elevator with him, and he's like, you have to go in shifts. Yeah, and um, as soon as they go in the hallway, is when you hear like, uh, well,
0: first we hear Fraser saying that, like, like explaining what's going on, because mm-hmm. he like Niles is like, what even is this, and Fraser explains like the theory before it, and like. He was like, "Look, it's nothing. It was an accident." Mm. And that's when Frazier says like, you know, any psychiatrist worth their salt knows that there are no accidents. However yes. unconscious, nobody would do this unless they had something to gain from it. And that's when we hear Do you hear, think that's true? No. I do not think that's true. Well,
1: I think there's things that 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 are accidents for sure.
0: Yeah. Look, I'm I am a clumsy dummy. If I if if every time I Hurt myself or broke something or injured someone, it was like on like weirdly intentional. Like, I'd be a real jerk because, like, th- that just happens. Like, something isn't where you think it's gonna be, and somebody gets hurt, or you get hurt, or something gets broken. That happens. They're absolutely accidents.
1: They just admitted that he's a real jerk. <laughs> okay, we heard Or it I'm here. a jerk.
0: You. You know, make your own conclusions. The
1: phone lines are open now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Text pound one to 55537 if you think Dave is a jerk. Text pound two to that number if you think it's an accident. I don't know. That's not a real number. Don't do that. I don't know what you'll get if you send those things there.
1: Probably... A trip to Tear House <laughs> is for dinner. It's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're real fun people. Yeah. There's nothing weird going on there. Um uh-huh. so uh
0: the so Martin fell. Martin fell.
1: Martin falls. And Frazier is oh my gosh. Yeah being the biggest jerk. Yeah. But well, I, d- I
0: Daphne kicked out his cane. Yes. Like that, because she was
1: playing with Eddie.
0: That's what she said. It was an accident. Like she kicked his cane because, as we all know, accidents are a thing that are real. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that happened because she has something, and she has something to gain here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I he, like
1: what Fraser. One of the many things that Frazier says during the scene that are just all yelling. He's yeah. just like, you know, crawl like a bog turtle. He
0: does. He does tell Martin to get out of there, if even if he has to crawl like a bog turtle. Love it. That is a good. That is a good. I
1: want a garden of bog turtles. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't you want a bog full of bog turtles? Yeah. You put them in a garden.
1: Well, the bog's in the garden.
0: Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, totally. But yeah, as he's yelling that, that's when the elevator opens and Rebecca appears.
1: And she's jazz horrified. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He turns the jazz on. <laughs>
0: yeah. But um, but yeah, she sees like because because like martin is on the ground mm-hmm. like or on the floor while frazier's like screaming at him to like get up and get out and like crawl home like he's trying like martin's trying to pick himself up on his like, cane like,
1: Fraser is just not a nice person he's like not. i know like this is a joke like he just wants to have this date yeah. and like he this is like the one thing he has like going for him yeah but it just like how can he imagine i think rebecca calls him a monster right
0: she calls him actually a heartless bastard.
1: Wow. Yeah. Strong language on the show. Uh-huh. It was just like, yep, we can use all the swears you want on this episode.
0: <laughs> oh man, that we glossed right over that like F bomb they dropped at one point. Wow. Fraser. When they were just yelling Fraser's name. It <laughs> just
1: yelling Fraser's name. Yeah. It's the F bomb. That's our new nickname for Fraser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I think, like, she she should leave. Yeah. She reacts appropriately because you don't really want to be on a date that has no compassion for their own father.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's
1: So, yeah, and, like, he's upset and sad mm-hmm. where he's just like, give me a moment.
0: Yeah. And it's just like,
1: a... um, no, you need to go, like, get your father in the house.
0: Yeah, no, he needs to go spend a moment in his, I'm just going to say, kind of lame chair. Like, I don't like this chair in, oh. this, in this.
1: I kind of like it. But I think, like, he... I don't like the episodes where Fraser's mean. Because I, I really do not think Fraser is a mean person.
0: Okay, so uh, anyone listening, we're going to need a new co-host because apparently Diana doesn't actually like Frasier.
1: Uh, <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> you just said you don't like the episodes where Fraser is mean. He's not
1: always mean. He's usually <laughs> nice. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know.
0: I don't. Is he usually I don't
1: know. We'll find out in next week's episode. (laughs) Okay. So this is such a weird opening for season six, I have to say. Like these first three episodes don't seem like season opening.
0: Well, I think it's all just like.
1: I guess we're showing here that like Martin's better, but he's not really better. Right. So we're trying to like have the story element. Daphne was going to leave. No, she's not. Right.
0: I mean, it really at this point the the main story issue is Fraser not having a job. Like it all just comes down to Fraser doesn't have a job. Yeah,
1: and I guess he's just not as interesting as a character without some kind of job.
0: <laughs> um,
1: you need it, and I miss Roz. Well, Roz is
0: still in the episodes.
1: Well, yeah, she's the best part when she marries Martin.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. Yes, yeah,
1: she should be here. <laughs>
0: That's true. That's so, true. So,
1: yeah, Martin's moving back in and they're moving in the chair and like Mhm. I feel like Fraser has slept in these clothes. he didn't sleep. He's just drinking at the door cuz it's got it's this can't be just hours later.
0: Uh I mean, yeah, I guess it probably can't be, but then again... I like
1: the idea that he was just up all night, he's, like, drinking, he's been drinking all night, uh-huh. so So disheveled, Eddie's just going nuts all on the table here, like, in a little circle, uh-huh. which I think is adorable. It is. And that should be a gif. I'm sure it is one.
0: I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it might be. It's hard to say. I don't know. But yeah, no, it is, it is really cute. But yeah, actually, it's a good question. Is he... Like, cause he's drinking the wine from mm-hmm. the date.
1: I assume it's the same wine.
0: It seems, yeah, it, it is. Unless he just said, well, no, he didn't have two bottles cause he walked, you could see him holding one mm-hmm. when he walked in and it's the same label. So that makes it seem to me like it's the same day, but like they're already bringing the chair back. So it doesn't seem. It
1: just seems like that takes time to coordinate. Yeah, it does. That He got some real Swifty service.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently. Very Not much. that
1: bog turtle service. <laughs> no. if you want things done quickly, you can't hire bog turtles. You literally.
0: cannot. You cannot. That everybody knows that. Right. So, okay.
1: Drinks, drinks, <sighs> drinks, drinks.
0: Yep. Okay, so, um, there were actually quite a few in this one because there was Roz's decaf latte, Niles's latte, a couple of sherries, some Ballantine, some mineral water, and the red wine that he drinks at the end of the episode.
1: Mhm.
0: Obviously no colors. hmm And so ratings. Okay. So I'm curious about your rating.
1: I'm curious about your rating. I you wanna, rate first. You rate first. Wow. Okay, this is gonna be real back and forth. So um I thought I would I thought I would come up with a rating while I was reviewing this episode on the podcast. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I guess I'll rate it two point seven bog turtles <laughs> out of five.
0: <laughs> okay. Interesting. I feel like I actually, so I feel like I like this a lot better than you, because I liked a lot of elements of this, even yeah. though I don't like the Fraser being mad at the end, but I would give this one a 3.7 Rebecca Wendell's out of 5.
1: So. I, see, I do not want to go Rebecca, because that seemed too obvious.
0: See, I did want to go that way, because that meant I used her full name more than the people in the actual show, so... What was a <laughs>
1: phone basket called? Is it just called the phone basket?
0: Uh, it was a message bowl. It was message a special message bowl. bowl. Yeah.
1: Okay, I could have. I could have done message bowl.
0: <laughs> you could have. You could have. And then, if you contact us through all of our various methods that we have, then we...
1: Through, you can leave a, a message at the message bowl for us. You we'll could leave a message in the
0: message bowl. Uh, then we will respond to it in the section called "We Are Listening." So, if you want to write to us. Uh, you can contact us either on Twitter, which is at Frasier Podcast, through Facebook on Facebook.com slash Frasier Podcast. You can email us at FraserPod at gmail.com or you can write to us through our website, which is at tgifrk.com. You can find us through all of those various ways and contact us. Uh, we actually got a number of messages. Oh, wow. Week. So first of all
1: oh i finally get to hear about the thing you do okay you do.
0: and anyway so first of all sean holland wrote to us because to say that on twitter to say that all radio and tv stations west of the mississippi river start with k and all of those oh. east of the mississippi river start with w so oh. that's why that is the way that it is um thank
1: you that's really interesting yeah
0: i read up a little more on there's a lot of history and backstory behind it but but essentially that's how it breaks down
1: oh that's really cool
0: there are a few that it doesn't match up because Mm -hmm. they just had call letters that didn't match that before they made that decision and they Mm -hmm. weren't forced to change but for the most part that's how it works that's interesting and then ben who's written to us a few times he's island Mm -hmm. Niles on twitter uh, he wrote a bunch of stuff in, in response to the the 24-hour clock discussion that we had had.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: But the specific thing um, I wanted to say related to that is that people don't say the 24, num- like, the numbers above 12. Okay. So you would, like, see it, the clock saying 17, whatever, okay. and you would just say 5 is the idea. Like, you would say 5 because you know looking at it, it's 5. Okay. But, but like, the clock would is more likely... to to say say 17 17. and so like you're not doing like what i was saying is like because it's not natural for me is that like you gotta i gotta like subtract 12 basically Uh it's not like they're doing that it's just they're looking at it and it's that's five yeah yeah yeah. whatever we also got an email from emma who said hey dave and diana first of all i want to say how much i enjoy your show thank you for that thank you i want to let you know a little piece of trivia about good grief Uh, Season 6 of Frasier was the first season to air following the finale of Seinfeld. Uh, NBC had made a big deal about the sitcom that would be chosen to fill the popular Seinfeld slot, Thursdays at 9, eventually announcing that it would be Frasier. While that opening monologue at the start of the episode is meant to be an audition for a new job, it was also written as a nod to the new time slot.
1: Oh.
0: Frazier talks about having big shoes to fill and knowing that his predecessor was beloved. All of this was meant to be a mini tribute to the legacy and the fans of Seinfeld. Huh?
1: Uh, thanks a lot for your message. Yeah. That's really interesting. And yeah. it's funny because I definitely remember when Seinfeld went off the air. Yeah. Uh, that was a huge deal, mm-hmm. and I definitely remember watching that episode, even though, despite, I think, I didn't appreciate Seinfeld mm-hmm. as much when it was airing, because it's a show that deals a lot with, a, like, adult things that w- weren't happening to me, because I was, like, a teen, right, right. and I and I think, like, I, I feel like even though I, I've seen some episodes of, like, uh Seinfeld since I don't know it just gives me a totally different vibe now than yeah. when I was like I don't know it's, it's very strange for me to like yeah. watch episodes now
0: yeah me too I definitely because I was super into Seinfeld yeah. when it was on the air and like now, I think like, you
1: were way more into it my oh, mom yeah. really liked Seinfeld
0: I loved it when it was on the air and now I watch it and I'm like I'm not getting anything out of this but
1: so many of my friends are really in the Seinfeld mm-hmm. and I think of it I remember my history teacher talking about the show and he goes I don't really like Seinfeld like it just seems like everyone's mean on it it's people mm-hmm. being mean uh, to each other mm-hmm. and and, like, he definitely had this idea. Um, I went to high school in Dallas. So he definitely had this idea of, like, people on the East Coast. And he had lived in lots of places mm-hmm. uh, kind of being that way, kind of maybe being a little mean, like, blunt. Uh-huh. And, and and it's funny because I totally see that. I get that. I mean, I live in Boston. <laughs> right. We have this rivalry with New York. I get it. We can, like, be mean and yelly. Mhm. Uh, but when you get to know people individually, people are very kind here. Yeah. We're not going to be the people where you're like strolling down the sidewalk and you're like, howdy. Yeah. We're not like howdy people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: Which is not to say like people don't say hi. Mm-hmm. I see people saying hi here sometimes, but it is always weird when that happens. It too. is weird. I say hi back, but I'm also like, okay, where are my exits now?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> um, not to go too long, too long into this, but I do feel like that's part of that in this area there's a different kind of politeness and the politeness here is that you're leaving me alone oh, as yeah. opposed to like the politeness in other places being like saying hi is a way of being polite mm-hmm. here allowing me to stay in my bubble is a way to be polite and yeah. saying hi to me pulls me out of it anyways
1: so, i just but. want to rewatch seinfeld is my whole thing with <laughs> that is is what i'm saying yeah
0: i yeah because i
1: feel like i just have a different eye now being much older than i was when it was on tv
0: right right because i mean at least five years has passed we're like in our mid-20s now yeah Uh, totally (laughs) uh uh-huh but yeah uh thank you for letting us know about that that was really interesting and i like watching it out of the context of when it was airing Mm -hmm. you completely lose that but that is really interesting so Okay, so did you have anything else about this
1: episode? Nope.
0: All right, then with that, this has been episode 603, Dial M for Martin, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com/ggifarcade. Thanks for listening.
1: Good night, Seattle. We love you.